Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice, no financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. So do your own research, and as always, consult with professionals. Good day. It's a great Saturday, 12 o'clock 30, 12 o'clock 30, 1230 here on the East Coast, joined by uh, my great partner, Pete, who's down in warm, sunny Miami, as I had to uh, dig my way out of my house up here in cold PA. Uh, have you seen snow yet this year, Pete, in Miami? Uh, no. I mean, I, I've been wiping the sweat off my brow uh, every couple of minutes, even if even in, in February. Right. Um, so, you know, no, definitely not. But man, things keep happening in the Luna world. We've got so much to cover. And, uh, you know, we want to actually start doing this thing where we have focused segments. So we're going to do a weekly, I think, NFT and game news and um, a weekly like protocol news, uh, something like uh, core news, like core Terra projects and commerce news. And we'll see how that plays out. Maybe it'll get some adjustments. But first, we've really got some like major things to hit, right? There's some big stuff that happened that I know people want to hear about or if they haven't heard about, I know they're going to want to hear about. And uh, that first item we've got to hit is the sports partnership proposal. $40 million on, uh, on a community funding proposal. A sizable amount of money from the community pool. And uh, Evan, I think this is more, uh, you've done a little bit more research on this one than I have. I, uh, I've read the proposal, obviously, but there have been uh, like conspiracy theories, people saying why they think it's, it's NFL, why they think it's NHL, why they think it's MLB, exactly what teams they think it is. You know, why if it's NFL, this is a bad idea. Why if it's NFL, this is a good idea. Why, why like none of the advertising is going to get out of the stadium. It's all going to be there or it is going to, you know, like all this, all this back and forth banter from people with various levels of experience. I mean, some are worth listening to. Uh, what's your take on this so far? Who do you think it is? Uh, well, reading through the proposal, the first thing that made me think that it might have been um, Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavs. Well, first of all, we all know Mark Cuban is familiar with the Terra Luna ecosystem. Uh, you and I have actually had some, maybe not directly with Mark Cuban, but with some people in his network, some back channel communication. Yeah. Um, and uh, so whenever part of the part of the proposal, and this was a part of the proposal that a lot of people really took interest in, uh, part of the proposal said that not only would it be a marketing play, um, which is which was the primary focus of the proposal, if you read the language, it was mostly, um, you know, uh, um, what, what's the word sponsorship of like the the VIP event and uh, you know advertisements and things like that playing on like some digital signage in the stadium but there was actually a piece of it that was talking about uh, the actual usage of UST for merchandise or for concessions or things like that so uh, that's what made me think initially that it might be like maybe a Mavs Mark Cuban type thing I do know that uh, didn't the Mavs say that you could use you could spend Dogecoin or something on merch Last season, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, I so they already have much some. From, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but ever since uh, you, that makes sense. But ever since that tweet, um, the um, I'm familiar with Terra tweet that Cuban put out. I don't think I've heard much from Cuban about Terra uh, since then. Yeah, and I, you know, I had thought initially that it was him, but the more and more, and people are coming out with all kinds of theories on uh, who it is, what what league it is. Um, my my wife said that she thinks it's baseball because uh, baseball is super popular in Korea. So I'm going to go with her guess because uh, I don't want her to be right and me to be wrong, basically, which is like what always happens. Um, so I'm going to guess that it's a baseball team. we got baseball season coming up. I think that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, another another interesting part of the proposal that some people sort of overlooked, and there was a really excellent question in uh, the Agora forum. Uh, I, I should have brought it up, but uh, someone asked, you know, what what is the mission for uh, the next steps for like onboarding people? So, you know, you go to a baseball game or you go to a basketball game or whatever, and, uh, you know, you see Terra plastered all over the walls. If you don't know what it is, you might overlook that. Right. Like uh, you've got Oracle Arena um, in in uh, in Silicon Valley or, or out in like the West Coast area. Why would I like as somebody who is a normie just going to a basketball game? 
if I see Oracle everywhere, like I don't really know what that is or care what that is, right? So it could be sort of the same thing with Terra. And I think that's what maybe some of the naysayers, um, you know, that's been sort of their strongest sort of rebuttal to this plan. But I think that if you can integrate some sort of like quick action plan to onboard people, show them the power of Terra, of DeFi, of, you know, anchor savings, of quickly and uh, seamlessly sort of interacting with UST and, you know, other Terra stable coins. I think that that could be a really powerful tool to onboard people into the ecosystem. Uh, and also, also it's kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a legitimizing thing in my opinion. You know, you have, um, FTX that's they're they're taking over, uh, uh, you know, advertisements everywhere. You have crypto.com who every time you watch a football game now in America, they're plastered everywhere. Didn't they rename the Staples Center crypto.com mm-hmm. stadium or something like that? Um, so I think it's cool because it, it shows that we're competing with some of these larger, uh, you know, crypto um, projects or crypto companies that are really pushing a lot into the mainstream marketing. But then a small piece of what uh, we saw was uh, our what I saw out of the actual proposal itself was um, there's a there's a integrated social media campaign where the team and I'm I'm assuming it's the team's you know star players would have some sort of social media videos and explainer videos that show the power of Terra Luna and I think that could be huge even more so than you know again digital signage that says Terra at a basketball game or a baseball game that's cool but uh, for people that don't know what it is to see their favorite baseball player, their favorite basketball player actually show like, hey, you download this app, you save 20% on in your savings account, you know, nothing else even competes. Um, I think that could be really powerful for onboarding people. Yeah. Now, have you seen the little bit? It was almost an aside in the proposal that the franchise will use all reasonable, commercially reasonable efforts to implement UST as an accepted currency at all venue transactions. Um, yeah, which is, which is also... Yeah, also an interesting addition there. Um, so there's a lot of de- more details. You can go to agora.terra.money, the place where all these proposals live, or, or right in your Terra station. In the governance tab, you see here there's a link uh, with more details. This is this is passing, though. Un- unless there's a major reversal, there's no way this is going to not pass. Um, we have a 97.78% yes on this one. I'm, I'm curious, what do you now. think of this uh, proposal, Pete? Um, I'm not, I'm not a sports buff. Um, I'm really, right. uh, I, I really do like this proposal in general, but like, I'm also listening to the comments from people who know how the industry works, right. Who know how a sports franchise works. Um, and I don't, I don't know any of those details. So I'm paying attention. I mean, we'll vote, I, we'll vote yes on this because we try to vote the way the community really feels, um, you know, whenever possible. Uh, but, um, I, I don't, I don't have any special insight here. I think it is interesting that there are three trustees named, right? Two trustees and one enforcer. I'll switch over to the actual proposal here in this tab. Um, So here's the proposal itself, uh, a bunch of contacts, blah, 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 blah. And uh, and then you get to these three trustees. The uh, part of this is that the assets, the the, like uh, branding assets and things for Terra have been handed over uh, to right, a yeah. like, this this structure with trustees, right? A multi-sig um, that uh, right here uh, includes two trustees and one enforcer. The enforcer is Gabriel Shapiro, general counsel over at Delphi Labs. Trustee is Remy, the co-founder of Real Vision. You've seen him become a major lunatic over the past, I don't know, eight months, like a major public, publicly lunatic. Um, really promoting Luna, Terra. Uh, he's there with um, Raul Paul at Real Vision. I don't know um, if Raul is, is really into Terra or not, but uh, you know he's co-founder there and is majorly, majorly bullish on Luna and Terra. And uh, Ryan Moore from DraftKings, board member at DraftKings. <laughs> Remember back in the day when we used to do a lot of talk about DraftKings for some of our projects and the legal <laughs> yes. uh, ramifications? Well, DraftKings has... Uh, has a lot of experience dealing with uh, this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, again, I think that, um, you know, it is interesting to see sort of the, the, the method of decentralization. And this is really uh, just another step along towards that project Armageddon as, as it was once called and might still be called internally at Terraform Labs. I'm not sure, but to see that, um, you know, there's a lot to unpack here. It's not just this, 
Um, it's not just like, oh, let's all, you know, go to a baseball game and get the club suite and say it's sponsored by Terra. Like there's a lot to unpack here as far as just the manner in which Terraform Labs is, is uh, you know, sort of disseminating out into the community uh, and using this this trustees board to manage the the trademark and the branding and the logo and all that stuff. Um, you know, it's interesting and it, it's it's definitely of note. And again, for me, you know, I think the the most positive thing that could come out of this is it makes us it makes the Terra ecosystem look like a serious competitor. Uh, you know, Crypto.com right now is something that like normies talk about, like my dad, who has no idea what you know, he probably keeps his money under his mattress um, and, and like he hates that banks, you know, won't let him basically do anything other than uh, like he's a cash guy. Let's just put it that way. He's a blue collar cash yeah. guy. Um, and, you know, he, he sees crypto.com before like every college football game or NFL game. Uh Oh, what happened to my camera? Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Your camera's oh. dead though. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, let me get my camera back on, but to, I, I like right. that this will allow us to begin to compete with some of those bigger players in the space. Um, as I fix my camera, hold on one second. Sorry. Sure. No problem. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll, uh, it is definitely some name recognition. I think it is so much more than that. Again, the beneficiaries, the community pool and the Terra community trust has all intellectual property rights in Terra, Luna and UST, all marks, all branding and so on run by a DAO uh, with three initial uh, like trustees. And um, the, the three trustees are actually, I don't know how legally bound um, but they they are definitely bound, beholden, I guess, expected uh, to follow the wishes of the Terra community, specifically the Terra community pool's governance. Uh, so we can make further community proposals related to them, related to the trustees and what they're doing with the money uh, in the future in order to redirect them or something like that. Um, so that's it's really interesting development. And I know that Doe really wants to see uh, DAOs come into their full potential. We've had talk of DAOs for years. Uh, I mean, we Evan and I worked together with some teams like, like back in the ICO days that were building early stage projects and they were trying to build DAO toolkits and DAOs and uh, some of them are still around today. Uh, Gnosis got started then, Aragon got started then. But most of them, you know, you you wouldn't have heard of. And there we're still at this this preliminary state where it is not very easy in most cases, to like spin up a DAO and run a DAO. Um, people are doing it. They're using tools. There are great tools coming out, but it's not it's not as easy as it should be. And also DAOs aren't fulfilling their full potential. Um, the promise of DAOs still seems like a, a far future thing. Well, we're trying to accelerate, bring in that promise of DAOs to now. Uh, one of the things that Doe mentioned is, is he says uh, three goals here. I'm actually looking at the proposal. Um, three goals here, the narrative, uh, the, the the Terra narrative in general, uh, updating the Terra narrative, you know, uh, and dynamism. Uh, and the one that I want to talk about is inspiring the creativity of DAO governance to realize its full potential. So we need to keep considering how DAOs could work. DAOs are the future of crypto in a lot of cases. Um, Terabytes still, for instance, hasn't made the transition to a full DAO because we don't think the tooling is there yet. We think the risk is a little too high and we think that DAOs often end up uh, stalling things rather than accelerating things or, or making yes. things fairer, right? It just often ends up being too many cooks. I appreciate actually that there are only three trustees here because if you had 25 trustees, they would never agree on anything. Uh, like minute details that don't belong to the community pools, governance, like like are beyond the scope of a, a new governance proposal. They wouldn't agree on anything. Um, they would they would debate on everything. They would maybe agree on details, but they would have different focuses and directions. It'd be too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, so we've got to figure out ways past some of these problems. Um, and I really like the whole way that this is doing that. Um, so there, I filled the air while you were fixing your camera. You mentioned, though, FTX, FTX Arena. And that's the next big piece of news, tiny piece of news. We're not going to spend nearly as long on it. But UST has been added to the FTX exchange. And you can go vote for Luna. To be added, Luna Spot to be added to FTX uh, at uh, FTX.com forward slash vote. Now, as Kobe said in reply, you know, the famous uh, Twitter account, Crypto Cobain, now Kobe. Um, as Kobe said in reply, are there really limited spots? These are both top 25 market cap assets. I mean, come on. So, yeah, come on. You could list both of these FTX 
there's uh, not a reason to list one or just one or the other. They're both uh, popular. Leroy Jenks asks, is it native USC? I believe so, but I can't, I haven't, uh, I haven't confirmed that myself, but I believe it's native USC. Um, and it's, it's, I'll, uh, I'll check it's a nice on shot that. of confidence. It's a nice shot of confidence to yeah. see uh, UST or, or, you know, if eventually Luna gets voted uh, beyond near uh, and wins the little, you know, the little charades uh facade vote that you have going on there but um it, it's a it's a shot of confidence to see an exchange like ftx adding ust right because um with all the regulatory uncertainty that's going on and i think you've said this in the past right with with some listings on some of the other uh platforms might have been uh when coinbase listed or when binance listed um uh ust or, or luna in one way or another but uh you know, it's nice to see FTX because they are really like the um, the the centralized DeFi sort of power. Um, you know, they're the ones that are really like drawing within the lines and not moving fast or breaking anything, uh, even though they are on the bleeding edge, of course. But they are really, uh, yeah. you know, playing by the rules and trying to work with regulators and keep everything in order and keep everything above board. So to see a UST listing there, uh, that's a huge shot of confidence that. You know, for whatever reason, FTX, I'm sure their lawyers are well paid and well researched and they thought that that was a, a good move to do that. Then uh, that means I think we're still in the clear. I don't want to, you know, jinx us, but um, regulatory wise in the U.S. and the West, I think we're still looking pretty good if that's the case. Well, we got a Juma Art Revival saying, I don't think it's listed on the USA boxed in version of FTX. Um, well, there we go. See, information on that, but wait a minute. There's more. It's not Terra UST. I just uh, confirmed it's ERC20 UST. Um, and they're launching UST USD, UST USDT, Tether, and a UST PERP, which is, which is interesting. Um, so, I mean, maybe you could go 100x leverage if UST drops to 99.5 cents and hope to make money on the, right? But uh, right. that's, I mean, I think that a vote to Luna, definitely go over if you have an FTX account, go to FTX.com forward slash vote and vote for Luna. I think a vote for Luna, if there's strong showing there, I know we've been spreading it on Twitter, uh, the lunatics, then that would hopefully, uh, you know, basically encourage FTX to look more into developing Luna and eventually enabling Luna and UST native withdrawals uh, rather than just this this uh, spot and perpetuals and ERC-20 UST here. Yeah. So it's still a good one, step, even though it's not native yet. One quick note. Well, two quick notes. Um, you know, I, I had a conversation with the guys from Theta Nuts um, on our channel, you know, two or three months ago, and I kept asking when native UST, when native UST, when native Luna. Um, but, you know, UST really needs to spread to every chain. So the fact that it's ERC-20, uh, yeah, it's a pain in the ass to, you know, run it through different chains and have to pay gas fees and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, we really need UST to be on every chain. So it's not a huge deal to me personally uh, that it's not, you know, that it's the ERC-20 version at least. Um, but the other note is about that UST perpetual. Uh, I think that one of the reasons you see that is because there must be enough people out there that are betting on the Luna ecosystem. And I'm just, you know, this is just speculation here. This is, this is trader Pantera talking. Um, but you know, if you've got a lot of, if you've got a lot of irons in the fire in the Luna ecosystem and a depegging event of UST, like let's just say, you know, whatever people say, this bank run, this awful thing's going to happen. UST is going to go to zero. Luna is going to go to zero. Whatever, um, you know, having a, a leveraged short basically open at all times because you're not going to get liquidated on that, uh, and you could afford to basically have a very high leverage position there without worrying about some sort of liquidation because you know, for it to go to 105 is is very unlikely, right? Um, but that's a nice hedge to have against any open interest you have in the in the Luna ecosystem is shorting that uh, UST perp over on FTX. So, so I'm not like, I'm not recommending that. I'm not saying go do that. But, you know, for people that are looking to hedge a position, um, that's a good way to hedge against like some crazy black swan end of the world event where UST should go to zero. And I think the demand for that position is why we're seeing uh, you know, that actually being available now on FTX. Interesting. I wonder what the funding, what the, what the cost is like on that. Um, you could lose an arm and a leg paying interest on, you know, perpetuals if you, uh, but um, who knows? I'll take a look. Uh, yeah. Juma Art Revival says, if you get the UST on Coinbase Pro and wait for the gas fees to be low, it's not too bad. Yep. Yeah, the best places to get UST 
actual native UST, right, are uh, on chain. Obviously, you get Luna from somewhere like Kraken and uh, then send it off. Or you get Luna from somewhere like Crypto.com and then send it natively to Luna. Uh, there's also KuCoin, which isn't available to absolutely everyone, but they have UST and Luna. And uh, they have card payments and things. And they withdraw and accept deposits directly from the Terra chain. So there might be others, but those are the ones that are oh, OK Coin, Yeah. Pat, that's a good good point. OKX is another one recently added. So UST, you spoke about UST moving to multiple chains. There's another next to news item, Pangolin, which is a major DEX decentralized exchange on the Avalanche blockchain. And you might have heard a long time ago in crypto terms, there was this huge initiative, like millions and millions of dollars put into the Avalanche ecosystem. Um, I'm going to look up the amount it is right now, but Pangolin is one of those uh, decentralized exchanges there. Another one is uh, Joe, and it's it's now not only added UST, but UST is default stablecoin. So yeah. uh, you go there, and it's it's the, it's the default stablecoin. We've got screenshots up from Pangolin. Um, showing it's the default stablecoin on the deck. If you log on, you're defaulted to use UST. This is part of our commitment to support decentralized algo stablecoins that continue to push the boundaries of innovation in our space. So uh, people obviously are a little bit hesitant to uh, put all their chips in like like a centralized stablecoin basket, right? Tether actually has assets backing, uh, various kinds of assets backing tethers. USDC, Circles Coin, same thing. These stablecoins have accounts there uh, have you exposure to regulatory concerns uh, like if somebody wanted to lock up an application a DeFi app on ethereum it's very hard to do by just like attacking the smart contract you know you can't do that you could attack the front end but someone else could always spin up a new front end but if you attack the stablecoin that's backing that's really majorly used by that DeFi app, which you can do because these are entities with bank accounts and things, then you could freeze a huge amount of the backing for USDC or USDT and basically take down a DeFi app that you were targeting for some reason as a regulator. UST helps alleviate that concern by being a decentralized stablecoin. There's no bank account to go freeze in order to make it valueless. It's based on the seniorage balance mechanism that we're so familiar with. So uh, we're seeing that excitement in other ecosystems this is one of the reasons we have loved Luna, Terra, UST for so long is because it's not a one chain play. We know the Luna chains affected, att attracted a lot of projects, NFT projects, games, and so on. We're going to talk about those really soon in this stream. But in general, UST and Luna, it's a cross chain play. Luna tries to make the best stable coin there is, UST, the best in terms of pegging, the best in terms of liquidity, the best in terms of other performance metrics, but also the best in terms of like DeFi primitives it can access. On UST, you can just natively stake it and get up to 20% on Anchor. You can buy some other, you know, use some other DeFi primitives and so on, making it a super useful stablecoin. And they want to, we want to have that stablecoin available for all of their chains and other blockchains, which aren't focused on this, they're focused on whatever they're focused on. They would love to have a useful, stable, you know, high liquidity stablecoin on their blockchain. So Avalanche said, hey, we would love to have UST on Avalanche. Pangolin said, we would love to make UST the default on our decks. It's a, it's a great cross chain play to be interested in UST because UST is on Ethereum, UST is on Harmony, UST is on Binance Smart Chain, UST is on Avalanche, UST is on Solana, UST is on probably a bunch of other chains that I'm not able to fire off like that. But it's seeing activity there. It's being used in apps there. It's being used in DEXs and DeFi apps all over the place. Uh, we sometimes have Solana projects on. Why? Because they're using UST. I'm sure soon we'll have some Avalanche projects on because they're using UST and they're incentivizing liquidity and they're providing rewards. They're even bringing Anchor over to other chains. Things like Orion, the Orion, uh, the Orion project has Anchor bridged over onto ETH. It's called ETH Anchor. And so you can get Anchor-like yields. They're not quite as high because Ethereum and Orion, but Anchor-like yields on stablecoins over on Ethereum. And so all these great things being enabled, Luna is not an isolationist play where our blockchain becomes the best. It is a play where UST becomes the best stablecoin and everyone loves it and everyone uses it. So uh, that's, yeah, that's why we always love to bring up these new DEXs. Uh, Evan's over there laughing because <laughs> I'm on a soapbox here, right? <laughs> well, it's just funny. Like everybody loves it. Everybody uses it. And then you go and look through, you know, scroll through crypto Twitter after uh, some mim drama or whatever happens. And <laughs> you swear like half of Twitter wants to kill us. And I mean, there's 
uh, we're preaching the choir here and I've said it a lot, but there's always two things at play uh, when you're a fan of Terra and you're a fan of Luna. And it really is, even if nobody was building anything, any of these you know primitives that you're talking about uh, that we're going to dive into, Prism being one of them that just recently launched, Mars just had uh, their, their light paper come out, uh, version 2.0. But even if people weren't building any of that, just the fact that UST can, uh, it, it has a stronger foundation, has a stronger ethos, and it really is decentralized, and there's not these attack vectors from regulators. Uh, and just the fact that, you know, you can spread the virus to other chains, as we see with, with the Pangolin Exchange. And for me, you know, this is much better than, even if FTX were to say, like, hey, we're, we're now listing uh, native UST, uh, but then Pangolin were to say, uh, you know, well, we're going to make UST the default stable coin. I think that's bigger news. And I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure FTX dwarfs Pangolin's volume. Um, but the thing is, we need to start to get people used to this, like default, like whenever you're trading, whenever you're doing anything, if you're moving stable coins around, we want UST to be the default that people are using, whether it's on a DEX, whether it's on a centralized exchange, whether they're swapping between chains. Um, that's where we really need to be because that's where that volume is going to grow. And, and if we can do that, uh, you know, slowly but surely, we're going to see this 100 billion UST uh, number, which is a meme for now behind me. Uh, but eventually I might have to put like, you know, one more zero at the end of that next year uh, for next year's terabytes episodes, because, uh, you know, we really want to just grow that that market cap of UST, regardless of all the other. Oh, um, I don't know if I'm the one who froze or if Evan's the one who froze. Uh -oh. But uh, yeah. Can you all right. Me? Well, you've totally. Yeah, well, yeah, but your video is frozen up. Um, you're back now. It's just a lag spike. No worries. No worries. See, my All soapbox right. uh, is uninterrupted, but <laughs> yours, yes. yours gets cut. The the feds don't like your uh, one trillion UST pitch. They don't like that. It's yeah, <laughs> the big big uh, big tether just shut down the internet here at uh, Terabyte's headquarters. So, <laughs> um, All right, so before we move on to yeah, go ahead. Well, I did I did mention uh, Prism. I wanted to move on, but you said before we move on, so it sounds like you have something. No, else no, let's say. do Prism. Let's do Prism first. Yeah, okay. Prism first, and then we'll talk about some in-house stuff really quick before getting into game and NFT news, which is our weekly focus here. Yes. So um, Prism, the they did the forge, um, the forge deposits. That just ended. Now the actual forge, I guess itself, um, you would still consider today part of that forge. Today uh, and for the rest of today, you can withdraw any amount of UST that you had uh, previously deposited. So, you know, if you got some sort Not of price any amount anymore, you could withdraw 100% in the first hour of the withdrawal phase. But now you uh, it decreases that amount decreases uh, every 124th uh, or excuse me, it decreases 124th every hour. Every hour. So if you want to yeah. withdraw a bunch and you can only make one withdrawal transaction. So if you're not uh, happy with the balance right now, you think the prison price is going to be too high and you contributed, you can come in and withdraw uh, some of your UST in order to not, you know, and, and that will that will reduce the price, maybe a tiny amount if you've only contributed a lot, but it'll also reduce the amount that you buy that, that you're exposed to. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're interested in prism, uh, we did just come out with uh, the first uh, bite paper which is uh, the smooth sounds of Pantera's awesome voice doing uh, ASMR readings of white papers. So, uh, you know, if you don't like reading, uh, you want to use your hands to do something else like, you know, wash the dishes or, I don't know, play with your dog or whatever you want to do. Uh, go for a run, something that I haven't done in forever. Um, but you can uh, you can head on over to our uh, podcast. Uh, we are podcasting on a bunch of different networks. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you would listen to podcasts and uh, you are able to basically uh, go in and uh, listen to me read the white paper. And, you know, one of the things we're trying to do is improve upon this. Uh, it's not always like so easy to just read sentences from a white paper and have people understand that. Uh, so, you know, as we continue to do these, I think we're going to do a little Q and a with the teams. Uh, and I try and break things down. You know, sometimes you're showing like a chart to someone visually on a white paper, uh, so I changed it up a little bit to make it easier to comprehend just through audio. And really, this is something that I wanted to do because, uh, you know, I was listening to or when a white paper comes out, I'll see that there's like 10 pages. And I'm like, I don't want to sit here and read this. I wish I could just listen to it. Um, so we're trying to just make it easier and easier for people to 
you know, understand what's going on, get down to the core message of the team. And we've heard from some teams that, you know, nobody reads the white paper. So hopefully they'll listen to the white paper instead. And uh, we also have one in the hopper right now, Pete. It's the Mars Light Paper 2.0. Mm -hmm. and we're going to be talking with uh, Jose from Delphi Digital, doing a little Q&A at the end of that. So keep your eyes peeled and your ears open, more, more, uh, which is more appropriate. And uh, you'll be able to check out what's going on with that next week. So, Before, before we jump into the NFT and game news focus of the week, uh, let's do a little bit. Let's continue with a little bit of the in-house stuff. First off, we, we deposited $7,500. I know that's not as much as like some of the uh, other contributors, and I'll explain why in a second. We deposited $7,500 into the Forge uh, because we're going to be PRISM validators at Terabytes. We don't know everything. We know the, the requirements of what that means and the participation. We don't know how what the impact of that will be uh, yet, but we deposited 7,500. The reason is we're not a hedge fund. Um, we're not a capital group and we have like a conservative DCA strategy. So we're going to be taking, uh, taking validator income and putting it into PRISM over time and dollar cost averaging into PRISM, building up X PRISM as we think a validator that's participating in PRISM should do, um, and then participating in governance and participating in expanding PRISM. Uh, now, some of the Luna community hasn't been, uh, some of them have been very excited about the PRISM Forge and say that all tokens should do it this way. So there's a lot of excitement around how Forge is, is being done. Um, but also some of the community has not been very excited about the tokenomics of PRISM. So we're going to see how that all pans out. We're going to try to participate uh, in those discussions going forward as much as possible. Um, we also put out a, uh, we've put out a bunch of, uh, got a bunch of new content going. I'm going to show a screen really quickly here. Uh, this stuff is all on Terra Academy right, right now. Um, but if you've already done some dabbling in Rust Smart Contracts, you might find useful these new videos that are going to launch on YouTube shortly. Uh, they're, they're unlisted right now, but uh, we're, we're about to push them out today. Uh, getting started with the new terrain development environment and uh, also using some uh, some features that we haven't before in the Terra Academy videos. So more and more is coming on this. Uh, we're actually going to be, I'm actually going to be in studio uh, doing some NFT related videos soon with Evan. Um, Pete, and we're going to do a whole what, NFT course. Pete, yeah. What is what is Entropian underdash I two? Is that a joke? Yeah, guy? that's that's no no. It's I changed my Twitter name because I. It's a long story, but Wittgenstein names. Uh, Wittgenstein was banned, and uh, Entropian is is actually my new like GitHub. Um, oh, for, gotcha. For okay. Things. okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's some more internal news from us. Pete's changed his. Uh, Twitter handle, but uh, it doesn't but, matter. You can still search for the old one, and no one knew how to pronounce the other one anyway. So. Yeah, I know. I was, um, but yeah, so we we're closing our our terabytes proposal too, um, and that is uh, it's at eighty seven percent yes and well over quorum, um, seven percent no. Uh, so that's that's fine. Um, so thank you very much to everyone supporting, and there's a bunch of details yes. on what we're doing in there. Yes, thank you so much. You're still laughing at, still laughing at uh, my new my Twitter handle change. Um, I got tired of saying Wittgenstein and people being like, "Okay, spell it," or saying like, "Oh, Bitchenstein or whatever." You know. <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, entropian under dash i too will definitely be way easier for people to understand <laughs> without seeing it written uh, down. <laughs> some 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 who knows some asshole entropian took the Entropian Twitter. So I've been able to get it on GitHub and everywhere else. Uh, it's a nod to what I'm doing at Deviance, but uh, I wasn't able to get it on Twitter. I don't know. I'll, I might change it later. Who cares? This is not news for today. Let's move on to NFT yeah. and game, game news. What, one um, more thing. Uh, so much wanna, coming up. We just want to talk yeah. a little bit more, uh, put a nice bow around the proposal. First of all, thank you for everybody for voting. Yes. Thank you for everybody that already, you know, stakes to us and delegates to us. Um, I, I think that, you know, our goal this year is to really grow and we're in the process of hiring Rust devs to build out some tooling that people can actually use. We're in the process of hiring front end devs. We're already working with front end devs. Um, so we're trying to do more than just the podcast. I think a lot of people, they see terabytes as just like two guys, you know, dicking around on YouTube and whatever, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. We already did all of Terra Academy last year. And Pete, can you tell me really quick, um, how many people signed up and these are developers signed up for Terra Academy last year. What was the number? Uh, we have over 1,700 signups. Now, there's a lot of uh, 
there are a lot of people who just kind of started and then stopped, <laughs> you know, sure, they got discouraged sure. or they ran into a problem or whatever, but over 1700 enrollments, I think is pretty good. Uh, at this point, we're pushing hard for a lot more, but so um, 1700 enrollments, well. those are developers that can come into the space. They can quickly become acclimated to what the tools they need. Cosm Wasm, Terra JS. Uh, you did a little bit of rust I know in there as well. So, uh, we are just as Pete showed, put out some new videos, um, you know, our goal this year is to really be like shippers as the as the meme goes. And that's going to be, again, some dev tooling, some things that you can actually go in there and get your hands dirty with more videos, uh, you know, more actual like tutorials and building upon all those courses. And then we're actually thinking about incubating a couple projects, but uh, I'm not going to dive too deep into that. But let's just say I'm very, very, very much looking forward to the end of the year when we can come out with our metrics and show just how much we did. Um, because there's just, uh, yeah, let's just put it that way. I'm, anyway, I'm looking forward NFTs. to it. I'm, I'm motivated. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're very motivated. Yes, I know. NFTs, here we go. What's the first one up? I think it's uh, Derby Stars. Yeah, One Planet is uh, running another Derby Stars sale. We just, excuse me, we just want to check in with Derby Stars and One Planet as we've been fans since the beginning. Upcoming play to earn game with NFT race horses. If you didn't get horses earlier and you want to get horses, then there will be some available on One Planet. You can check out the details at One Planet NF. I believe it's One Planet. No, it's not. One Planet NFT.io. Yeah, One Planet NFT.io. Right now, there's uh, it's launching uh, February 15th. That's in 10 days. Derby Stars by Unopened. Right now, there are only two projects on uh, One Planet that have launched the Road to Mars Archive has minted over half of its uh, Cosmic Perspective NFTs. You can check those out. There's still a bunch uh, available. Actually, it's closed. I'm um, sorry about that. It's closed, but they did mint over half of their 1,400 NFTs that were on, on open. And uh, and then the uh, there was another special project, which maybe you want to mention, um, that yeah, so uh, launched on one planet. Only, only the uh, Terabytes OGs will understand uh you know early <laughs> last year whenever we were doing happy hours and there was like i don't know 30 people in the entire space and uh we were we were just talking about you know when anchor um and uh doing awesome things on mirror and uh we we were hosting these happy hours in telegram and it was really just like a you know informal way to talk about whatever was going on um and i designed beer cans for the happy hour uh, I went and sold those. They're each they were each one of one. I sold nine total on uh, one planet. So um, big shout out to one planet. Thank you guys for hosting it. I did design a tenth, and I must say the tenth. So there were nine originals. They were all one of ones. I designed a tenth one, and I must say it's the best artwork, the most aesthetically pleasing one I've done. And the only way you can win that is if you are the top trading volume. If you have the top NFT trading volume on one planet. And up until I think the end of March, don't quote me on that, but um, that can is the, the design hasn't been revealed yet, but it's the best one. It, it's by far the best one I've ever done. My favorite one I've done. So whoever has the most trading volume on one planet uh, from now until the end of March, you will be able to win that uh, special NFT totally free. And I can't actually believe how much those can sold for. I, I wasn't expecting them to sell for much. It was kind of like a meme. We called it an Easter egg when we talked about like putting them on the actual site. This is not. Now, this is not the sale price here. This is someone. No, but, listed but now somebody's selling them for yeah. fifty. Um, so you know, hey, <laughs> I, I hope I hope they sell for fifty. That'd be awesome. I think the um, the Luna one sold for seventeen uh, Luna, which is which I wasn't expecting them to sell that high. Also, if you own any of these and you see me in person, if we're in New York, if we're I don't know, you come track me down. I'm here in like you know southwestern PA. Um, I have to buy you a beer, no matter what. No questions asked. Just prove to me that you have that. And anytime, every time you see me, I'll buy you a beer of your choice. And uh, that's that's instant utility for NFTs. So some people say I'm the most innovative NFT artist in in the history of NFTs. Yes, some people. All right. Next <laughs> up, we've got a. Actually, I do want to inform people. We've got the la the very last item we have, uh, which should probably actually put out. It's grids.gg. There is a minting going on, just if you're interested. Uh, I think it's 1.5 Luna to mint at grids.gg. It's it's like a land kind of thing. And um, like like you can pick some coordinates, some words, and uh, buy some land in Galactic Grids. It didn't work for, for me on Ledger, uh, but um, sadly, 
Um, but hey, uh, it does work if you're not on Ledger, I think. If you're on Ledger, then give it a try anyway. They've uh, they've reached out to me over on Twitter and uh, said it might be working. In fact, I'm trying right now to mint one um, just to see if it's working properly. All right, yeah. Looks like I'm uh, successfully minting over at grids.gg forward slash mint. I'm going to show you guys how this looks like because this this is actually pretty cool. I like it. Um, not not sponsored or anything. The price is now three Luna since it's now public public phase. Um, but let me uh, disconnect my wallet and share. What the, was the private? Uh, was it just a whitelist, or did you have to have a, a punk uh, well? Or? There was a there was a private whitelist, and then there was a punk phase, which I couldn't do because I was on Ledger and it wasn't working at the time. Ah. Um, there's a punk phase that was just uh from 12 to 1 our time so it just ended 12 minutes ago if you had a punk here's what the site looks like uh it's galactic punks and colonies nft and you pick like three words um the one i was trying to get was by the moon i think someone else might have got it oh it's a wallet not connected whatever um but uh you can you know you can put together stuff you can maybe be like terra is mine and kind of repurpose some of these words here. Uh, and it's a coordinate system. So you like own the space, um, you know, dyor.hodl.dow or something like that. Uh, so they're going to develop like colonies here uh, somehow. I don't know what the exact roadmap, but to, you're going to be able to then put your favorite NFTs on your account in your colony. So you have this, this colony that lives at this place uh, that is defined by these coordinates. And you can display like your eight favorite NFTs there or something like that. Um, so anyway, pretty cool project. The reason I brought it up, though, is uh, because it's open now and you can see it's going pretty fast. It's 6,000 out of 10,000 minted so far. Uh, but let's let's uh, let's move on. Shout out to Galactic Punks for uh, for getting this this uh, little project up. And the mint looks like it's going pretty well. All right, looks like the next item we got on the list here is the Terra Floki Ad Astra collection starting today. And Pete, I know you've kept up on this a lot more than I have, so I'm going to make you do another soliloquy on this one. <laughs> another soliloquy. I, I like Terra Floki, and uh, I've maybe shown it off a little bit before, um, but uh, Terra Floki, I'm going to once again go in and disconnect my wallet here and share a screen. Um, you can see I put up this little, uh, the Ad Astra connection is launching very soon. What this is, is that every month there's a new set of Flokies that are mintable. And uh, you can come in to the, the decks and you can stake Terra Floki if you want here uh, it starts in an hour now and you see there are all <clears throat> excuse me there are all these other collections the stardust one is just ending there's aviator new world and the original and every month there's a new one and your t floki if it sits here stakes and gets tickets now i'm not a i don't even have any t floki um i have in the past um and i'm sorry that i sold it but uh you know there was a crunch at the time um and i'll i might i might pick up some again later i mean disclosure is i don't have any but i might get some um and you can get some nfts here uh they're like little floki dudes um flarmers and flizzards and planets if you want um planets sell for a lot more uh, and these are very expensive, but they're not always this expensive. Um, and you can send them out on quests and you can fight in arenas. Arena events happen every once in a while. And you can now go to the dungeon. Uh, there's a 10,000 UST reward for whoever uh, defeats the final boss. And it even says earn up to 150 AUST a day. So there's also wow. a daily uh, amount that uh, is is put out there. And they're integrating Inker Earn with own liquidity here. So just wanted to shout out again to TerraFloki. They keep pushing on, um, you know, in in the face of, like like the TerraFloki price is maybe a 10th of what it was um, not, you know, some months ago. Uh, but they keep pushing on, keep developing. And they even partnered with uh, Galactic Punks or Colonies, Colonies NFT, uh, to uh, to do some, some giveaways and stuff recently. So uh, the project keeps pushing ahead. Now their name Terra Floki, I think there was like a, a kerfuffle whenever they first came out because people thought, like, okay, it's just another meme coin, right? Does the does the the original Floki, uh, wherever that was built, like, do, do they do games and stuff, or is this basically like a totally brand new concept happening now in Terra Luna? 
from T Floki? Um, the original Floki is uh, is associated with NFTs. There are Floki NFTs that were given out to diamond hand holders and things like that. And yeah. the first 500 buyers of Floki, uh, once they upgraded their contract, got a Floki Ruby NFT and stuff. Um, there's some other NFTs. There's Flokatars. They're like avatar collection and stuff. But I don't think they have any games out. Um, I don't even know if they have games planned. I know yeah. that they're planning. Uh, yeah, 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 they do. It's called Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Um, Valhalla is the the play to earn metaverse game, but I haven't. I, I don't know anything more about it. Uh, well, Terra Floki has definitely Floki. taken an entirely different course from Floki. It's still NFTs and games, but it's not uh, like it's not following Floki at all, except it yeah. was a dog meme thing. You know, Floki kind of followed Shiba on that one and tried to be like a dog meme coin. So anyway, let's hit it up for the next item. Terra Floki's uh, not not that's not huge news, but it's a new collection. Um, Deviance is just announced the Apollo IGO initial game offer uh, community farming, which means that if you're on Apollo, uh, Apollo dot farm app.apollo.farm and you're getting LPs there, you can just temporarily put those LPs over into a farming event that will farm dev tokens. Uh, so you've got, I'm gonna share the screen here, uh, eventually once Apollo loads. Uh, Apollo auto compounds your LPs and uh, it farms a little bit of Apollo along the way. Um, it puts money into war chests that can be deployed in various strategies. Once again, I'm disconnecting a wallet and sharing screen here. Uh, da, 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 da. There we go. So at app.apollo.farm, you can see how there are all of these auto farming, uh, rather auto compounding farms. Some of them have been migrated over to Astro. As Astroport takes on the rewards, uh, these these get uh, added. And you can see the, the APRs are still, they're pretty high here uh, because of the issuance of tokens as liquidity incentives on these pools and because of the, as of the Astro as well, the uh, Astroport incentives that are out. So uh, what would normally be a lesser APY uh, is compounded and made a bigger APY here at Apollo. Well, they ran a community farming over at the farmer's market for Angel Protocol uh, for the Halo token. Maybe you participated. I'm not going to go here because my wallet might be connected. But um, you could temporarily take those LPs and you're not buying tokens, it's just that the yield is getting redirected or a portion or all of the yields getting redirected in order to get tokens. So the second community farming Apollo has announced is, is Deviance, um, the dev token, which will be used for entry fees for their tournaments where you can win UST um, and, and other things in, in tournaments. Um, it'll also be used for some other things that the light paper talks about. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so that's starting Valentine's Day. Uh, LPs on Apollo can seamlessly just shift over, farm some dev, and then shift back to Apollo. Uh, and you know what? Actually, one of the great things, Evan, about Apollo, I'm, I'm going to go on Apollo stint here because um, Apollo has has been doing some really uh, good work. They're one of the earlier projects to actually deploy something. Um, maybe Apollo and Nexus were some of the earliest non-TFL projects that came out and deployed something in spec, spec uh, finance there. Um, but sharing my screen again, I'm going to show you if you haven't done Apollo, there is a UX improvement here that uh, really stands out. And that is if you come in and you want to get into like this Ank UST Astro pool and you you know that you're going to take some price risk with Ank, right? The Ank price, which is a lot lower than it used to be at 142. But, you know, you're, you're putting in an LP. There's, there's a little bit of balancing effect. You'll lose less money than if you had Ank. Uh, and, and it went down. And you will also get this APY 103% on this pool. Well, you can come in and maybe you don't want to deal with getting Ank UST LP. You don't want to like buy Ank and uh, stake them on Astroport and then come over with your LP tokens. That may be all confusing to you. So you can just drop down and pick UST. You can enter an amount of UST here and it will all the rest will be taken care of in the back end for you. So you could just put in UST and it handles making your spot in the liquidity pool and staking it into Apollo. And then when you come in and withdraw, you can choose to withdraw as UST if you want. Oh, that's and great. And just you know, enter whatever you've got. Um, it says zero, I think, because I don't actually have any. Um, but uh, if, I, if I had some, you know, it would withdraw as UST. Uh, so this is Apollo is a great place, uh, an audited place, and they're they're rolling out even more features now. There's a war chest uh, tab over on Apollo. 
that I should uh, have I should have shown. Um, I know this is an excursus as an aside from our NFTs, but we haven't checked in with Apollo for a long time, right? Um, so they've got those Astro Farms up, but there's also this war chest situation. Hang on, it, it does take a while to load the uh, the site. All right, here we go. There's also this war chest up here, which is accruing uh, Apollo. There's an amount, uh, you five billion, excuse me, five million UST. That doesn't seem like that much, maybe, but this is funded by fees and things, so they don't they don't take everything. There's this small amount that comes out, gets put into the war chest that's going to be deployed in various strategies. You can actually see what, excuse me. Uh, you can see what some of the strategies are so far. There's a heavy anchor position. There's a heavy Apollo USTLP position. There's a stator staked position. There's Astro, uh, which maybe they acquired by by uh, participating in the lock drop and some Luna and UST. And so you can come and see what the Apollo protocol is doing with this war chest, which is maintained by the Apollo DAO. So the, a lot of great things at Apollo, and there are even more things coming. I don't have a slide for this or anyway, but there's Apollo staking. There's uh, the rest of the Astro vaults and all the new ones that they add. There are single asset vaults. They're going to start with Nexus's N Luna and N ETH, but there will be more coming up. Single asset vaults. Um, there will be more community farming events, you know, beyond the Deviance one. Deviance is leading in February 14th after, after uh, Halo led before, but there are more in the pipeline. Um, and uh, there are uh, bonds for Apollo LPs, uh, improvements to SAFE, which is their multi-sig solution that's really easy to use. You and I have played around with it, Evan. Uh, SAFE is like a, a multi-sig solution where you can build multi-sig transactions really easily. Um, and just a bunch of other things, including a front-end redesign and continual improvement. And uh, Halborn is on retainer, so they're re-auditing what's already been done, and they're auditing uh, more things. So many Apollo updates, the team continues to push on. And, you know, it's all interns. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's all a bunch of interns. In fact, I think there are at least four anon interns. At yeah, I can't keep up with any of them on Twitter because they all keep changing their profile picture and like their entire persona, and it just gets tough to keep up with. So, it's a, it's a I know who's who? <laughs> who's who? I think that's that's uh, you know that's that's intentional for sure. Uh, but yeah. let's keep pushing on with some NFT news. What's up next? Uh, I think this is the final one. Uh, this is the Lunables Tesseract drop. Yeah, all right. Um, so Lunables reached out and was interested in possibly coming on, but um, we have we didn't manage to set that up. We might talk to them soon. Uh, they're on the Lunaverse Discord. Um, oh, well, that was an hour and a half ago. So uh, they're talking about Tesseracts, and Tesseracts are these. Uh, well, basically, you know, you know the Tesseract from the Marvel Universe, right? Evan, um, or do you not do Marvel? Like I don't do sports. No, no. See, I do sports. <laughs> you do Marvel. <laughs> I don't really do Marvel. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. There's major gaps in the move, like movies I haven't seen. I do. Um, but I do John anyway, Wayne movies. You do John Wayne movies. That's yes. that's really on brand. Yeah. Um, sit there sipping hot sauce. Exactly. Um, My John so hot sauce. By the way. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> John Hotsos. Uh, Tesseract is a four-dimensional cube, right? And uh, so in Marvel, there's a Tesseract that plays uh, a key role. And while Lunables is doing the Tesseract thing, and it will actually transform your 2D pixelated Lunables that you got into 3D versions. And I can't imagine the work that went into this stuff, right? Um, but you'll get, if you have a Lunable, you'll be able to get in what they call the rupture uh, and they, they call these internet dimensional NFTs. Um, I'm going to get some some screens up here for you. You'll be able to get a 3D Lunable. And so Lunables is one of the NFT projects that really stuck around. Here's one. Um, uh, this cool. is King Midas's, right? So he, here's his original Lunable drop he got. Yeah, randomly generated PFP. It's cool. And it caught on. People like Lunables. Uh, I think they even had a booth at the uh, the the central the decentral con event we're in yep. um and here's the 3d version after the rupture very cool. with the tesseract drop that's coming up on monday and so very cool these uh i'm i let's see here's here's a here's a dallas <laughs> oh, that's here's one from like mark cuban over here movie. Yeah, 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 Terra on the jersey. Um, so I can't imagine the work that went into to creating all these. Yeah, see, um, I saw this not video of special the ones. Show the video of the yeah. pool running down the street because I saw that. 
Um, that's yeah, cool. isn't that amazing? Yeah, let's uh, let's pull this video up here. You can see the bull is running. Um, it's not just 3D bulls. It's it's like uh, integration in this 3D universe. There's no. It, this is not apparently a game. It's a demo, but. You could see there's they're on their way to launching games and metaverse integration and all sorts of things. Uh, so kudos to Lunables for really following through on uh, on the potential of their NFT PFPs. Absolutely, big shout out Lunables. Big shout out all the NFT projects that we covered today. Big shout out all the DeFi projects. Big shout out all the core projects and everybody out there that's using UST, all the exchanges, centralized exchanges, DEXs, all that good stuff. Pete, before we wrap up, what are you looking forward to this upcoming week? Oh man, I'm looking for forward to so much, but I just nailed just just now. He messaged me. I just got Coleman from Lunables to come on the show. Are you down for that? Because if you're down for that, I'll send him a link and he'll be on. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. All right. So surprise guest, surprise to us, surprise to him. I'm sending him the link right now. Uh, he says, "Give me 30 seconds." So uh, okay. great. All we'll right. uh, we'll hold the airwaves for 30 seconds. I think we can do that. So, oh, man. so this week, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the conclusion of the uh, the $40 million proposal for the sports team. I think they did say at the conclusion of voting, once it passes, they're going to reveal which team it is. So we should know, I would think, at some point this week, right? Yeah, I hope we, we should know this week, but I don't know. I, I mean, I yeah. don't know. You know, you, 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 should, you know more than me about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, just because I watch sports doesn't mean I know like the you know intricacies of the uh, whatever the the sponsorship deals that go on, but with the luxury booth. Um, but anyway, um, looking forward to that. I'm also still we're still looking forward to hearing about Redacted Three, which uh, I don't know. I can't tell because it seems like there's legitimate sources sometimes that say things like Redacted Three is going to be insane. It's going to blow your mind. Uh, I don't know if they're like joking and they don't actually know what it is or if they do know what it is and they're hyping it up. Um, but I I'm very much looking forward to seeing what that announcement is going to be. Um, and hopefully it happens this week as well, but you never know. So things were supposed to happen before the end of January. Um, Gort Robot, I wonder by the if, way, with you comment. know, we we have a, a terabyte now. The the bulls, you know, there were bulls issued to ecosystem members, and obviously nobody's sold them. It doesn't make any sense, right? Terabytes keeps the terabytes bull. Um, but there was a 3D version put out. I can't wait to maybe on uh, we can run run through that little demo. Uh, we'll ask Coleman. Coleman, uh, this is more than 30 seconds. Come on, man, let's go. <laughs> to be fair, he did just find out he was going on to a live audience one minute ago. Well, we have uh, some comments here. I'll just read through them. Can't await my combat suit combat suit bull. He might burst the screen all along with his bullishness. That's from Gort Robot. Big shout out Gort Robot. Uh, that person has been around for a while. They're an OG in my opinion. Donku says, no Marvel, not going to make it. Sorry, Donku. I have, I just, now we're getting way off on a tangent. I did just start watching The Boys. That show is incredible. That's like my Oh my gosh. I, I recommended it to you, didn't I? Just like yes, you recommended uh, another show to me. Yeah, it's, it's okay. The boys, the boys is definitely uh, heavy for anyone watching. Uh, discretionary, discretion advised, but it yeah, is. Yeah, it's yeah. really great. Um, Inch from One Planet, big shout out Inch and all the guys over at One Planet said beers on Evan. That's right. Uh, if you missed it earlier, if you own one of my nine and soon to be ten beer NFTs, uh, I owe you a beer. So just prove to me in person that you have it. And I do believe we have Coleman on the show. Coleman, all right. Coleman UST. Can you hear hey, me? Hey, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on. Such yeah. short notice. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's really fortunate because I just jumped off an AMA with Lunaverse. So I'm like pretty fresh with it. And when you you guys were like, oh, can you come in? And I was like, yeah, like when? Now. <laughs> okay, let's do it. 30 seconds. <laughs> well, we just finished. Not only did we just finish our like weekly NFT news and other news recap and so on. We also just finished the last one happened to be talking about Luna Bulls. And we showed the little video you had of the, the um, I forget what, what team that little bull was on, but he was running through the um, running through the street, you know, the 3D version. Um, and yeah. we talked about the rupture and we showed some like Midas's 3D bull and so on. Um, what are we missing? Is there, what are the game and metaverse plans here? And uh, what can people expect from the rupture coming up in a couple of days on Monday? 
Right. Okay. So, yeah, I'm glad you asked me that because a lot of people have been asking me this over the last few days. And um, although the alpha is kind of out there, a lot of people don't realize that, um, you know, not only are they going to be getting a 3D version of their 2D ball, but they are going to be getting within about, we estimate probably two to three months, a fully metaverse compatible 3D rendered and, and optimized for gameplay uh, version of their Luna balls. So with exactly the same traits as their, as their 2D or 3D enabled ball. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked me that because it gave me an opportunity to just get that out there. So a few more people realize that, yeah, they are, they are going to be getting that. Can you walk us through, because uh, Pete mentioned earlier, we, we have a terabytes Luna ball I know I have one in a wallet. I don't know if Pete has, if maybe we have two. What do I need to do to make that 3D? How do I, walk me through that process. Yeah, sure. So on the, um, on the 7th, which is uh, a couple of days from now, uh, 3 p.m. GMT, we're going to be doing uh, the free claim. We, we've called it an airdrop, and there's been some confusion around that, and I just want to clarify that as well, that if you do hold a Luna ball and you were part of the snapshots, which we've been taking since probably... Oh, God, for the last two months now, um, we've been taking periodic snapshots up until around about two weeks ago, just, just because we wanted to, to avoid any gaming of the system. Um, yeah, so if you are holding, then you'll be part of the, uh, you'll be part of the, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> no worries, uh, we understand you just... We're asked you, you, yeah, so, uh, last sorry. night to come in here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's cool. I'll try. So you'll be part of the free claim process, which means that you can jump onto the uh, jump onto the lunables.com website, um, and on there you will see a uh, a button which will uh, you know a minting button that will take you to a UI, and you'll be able to convert your 2D existing lunable to 3D by uh, bonding it with the uh, tesseract. That, that you will have in your, you know, that you will, you will first, obviously you will, you will initially claim that Tesseract, apologies, and then you will be able to bond it to your 2D ball. Wow, very cool. So claiming Tesseracts, bonding your 2D ball, getting a 3D, ultimately metaverse compatible ball. So you're running, running around. I'm going to be looking for that King Midas ball. That thing is amazing. Maybe we'll see Mark Cuban in there in the Dallas ball. What do you think? Evan is right now tap, typing up a caption for our Twitter uh, watchers to see what's going on. But um, yeah, it's great to uh, great to have you on. Uh, yeah, it's great to like, uh, come. I, I know it's not a, it's not a full guest thing. It's just a drop in. But that is yeah. Monday. And what what time uh, what time UTC on Monday? It's actually uh, so it's uh, the seventh is the claim uh, three p.m. GMT, and then on the eighth we've got the uh, the holders mint. So anyone who's actually holding a Luna ball, they can then mint additional Luna balls on the eighth from three p.m. as well. Wow, a mint additional Luna balls. All right. Uh, Lu uh, sorry, Tesseracts. Tesseracts. Okay. All right. I, was, <laughs> I was very surprised. Anyone who has a yeah. Luna ball can mint more Luna balls, but no one else can. Yeah. <laughs> right. so they, they can mint additional. Tesseract's Lunables are where where if people are interested in Lunables. Now again, they're one of the NFTs that has uh, the the PFP NFTs. I know you're aiming to be more than that, but they were a PFP NFT on launch, right? Um, they were the PFP NFTs that, that one of the ones that have done well on Luna. Um, like you guys have been a major success in terms of PFP NFTs on Luna. Um, yeah. If I mean, people are looking to get one, where do they go at this time? That's a question we just got in the chat from Marlon Jones. Yeah, sure, no problem. So if they want to go and pick up a Luna Ball now, they can pick one up on Random Earth. That's randomearth.io. Uh, um, or they can head over to uh, Luat. Uh, they've also got uh, our secondary marketplace on there uh, and nowhere as well. Okay, so three, all the three marketplaces, three, three marketplaces Random Earth, mm -hmm. Nowhere.art. That's spelled like you know it, Nowhere.art, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, Luart. All three are uh, places you can pick up Luna Bulls if you're interested. Yeah, uh, definitely. For the okay. events on Monday. Mm -hmm. Now, is, has the, oh, here's a question for you. Do you, mm -hmm. is the, when you're getting Tesseracts as a Luna Bull holder, is, is what matters the fact that you have a bull now, or is there a snapshot before the there's, event? There's been a snapshot. So we've been taking periodic oh. snapshots for the last couple of months. Okay, so if I get a Luna Bowl tomorrow, I can't get Tesseracts later for my you Luna can, Bowl? 
You will not be able to mint a Tesseract if you buy a Lunar Ball now, but uh, unless it may, unless we are running a public mint, uh, but oh, okay. uh, with the with the, the public mint is uh, going to be on the 9th. And obviously, if there's any Tesseracts left after the holders mint, then, uh, you know, by all means, they'll be able to mint one on the public mint. To be honest, with the interest that we're seeing over the last few days, I don't want to sort of get anyone's uh, hopes up that there's going to be uh, that opportunity on the ninth, because I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether or not there will be uh, additional uh, tesseracts available on the uh, for the public mint. But if there are, then by all means, that opportunity will be there. Failing that, they can uh, head over to the secondary marketplace, which will be Luart, um, and they will be available 24 hours after the holders mint, which is on the eighth. So 24 hours after that, tesseracts will be open for trading on Luart exclusively. Uh, from that point on. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much. Cool. Thanks, Coleman. Anything else you want to share about what's coming up for Luna Bulls? Uh, no, no. I, I mean, I've, you know, I think we've covered it. I mean, you know, you get, I've come in here just literally on the spur of the moment. So I really appreciate you guys giving me, you know, a couple of minutes just to go over this. And, uh, you know, we've got awesome. lots of things on the horizon, lots of stuff we're doing with the 2D baby balls. We've got, uh, you know, we've got an awesome game plan for those, which isn't, which isn't uh, uh, uncommon knowledge that the, the alpha is out there, not but, but not very many people know, but our community are aware that we're, we're working on that. So that's that's pretty exciting as well. We've got, got a lot going on. For the most part, we're most excited about our relationship with Lunaverse and what we're going to be doing with those with the 3D uh, metaverse compatible uh, you know characters for that. Lots going on with them. All right, fantastic. Thanks, Coleman. Uh, again, where's the Luna Bull secondary, asks Bucky. Well, it's on nowhere.art. That's with a K at the beginning. Randomearth.io. And over at Luart, which I believe is Luart.io. And those are all NFT marketplaces where Luna Bulls are available. All right. So, But again, remember, that won't qualify you, as Coleman just clarified. That won't qualify you for uh, minting a Tesseract unless the Tesseracts get to public mint, that you won't be qualified for the Luna Bull phase because that snapshot's already been taken. So uh, that's what's, uh, all right, that's what's up. Thanks so much, awesome. Coleman, for coming Thanks. on. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for joining us for Terabytes Live. We're going to try to do multiple lives for you. This was an NFT game-focused one uh, with some special, of course, news about the sports partnership and new listings that you can go back in the stream and check later. And we'll see you again soon. Uh, Evan, um, Evan, uh, sign us out, I guess. What do you, you asked me what I'm excited about coming up. What are you excited about coming up? I did. I said what I was excited about, but it's okay. I'll, I'll forgive you for not paying attention to me because you were fussing with, uh, you were you were trying to Coleman on the show. So I understand. Uh, but I'm excited to see if they're going to announce who this actual team is. I know they said at the end of voting right, right. for uh, the proposal, they're going to say who it is. So hopefully they actually do that. Also looking forward to Redacted Three. Is it going to come out this week? Please, please, please let it come out this week. Uh, I got to get my wife something for Valentine's Day and. Uh, I need the price of Luna to go up so I can afford something nice and fancy for so her. So you're going to sell? Uh, you're going to sell Luna? <laughs> well, if I sell spot, I always go long on uh, on leverage. So that's the way I hedge. Oh, well, so, you could you could always borrow against it too on Anchor. Get some, yeah, some you cash. Could, Don't but... sell any Luna. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, never, never sell. Never sell. Let's just put it that way. You should get a shirt that says that. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well. For, for everyone watching, we appreciate it. Uh, as always, like, rate, subscribe, share, do all the fun stuff, all the great stuff. Um, go and check out Byte Papers. We, we being uh, myself and, uh, well, hopefully Peter will help with the next one, but uh, we're working hard on those, and we want to hear your feedback. Are, is it worth it to do those? Are you going to listen to the white papers? Uh, how can we make them better? And, um, yeah, that's it. If, uh, if you like this, please leave a comment below. Uh, like and I already asked you to do all that stuff so I'm going to shut up now and as always continue discovering Terra by discovering Terabytes. Cheers everybody. <laughs>